It's the metronome. Drop the beat. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Masculine Revolution, hosted by Jeremy Brown and myself, Murphy G. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, Matthew. Yeah. So Matthew twenty six fifty three um, says, "Don't you know that I could appeal to my Father, and He would at once send." You know, no less than 12 legions of angels. Now, he says this, you know, after after uh, they're coming to arrest him. And the thing about it is, is like, he knows exactly what, what's about to happen. I mean, he's just been praying, you know, asking God to, you know, hey, if this can pass over me, please. You know, but he's like, this is his will. So he goes into the situation. And so my statement which was like you know or i guess my understanding of the meek will inherit the earth was when he said that he's saying if i wanted to this could all just be done with you know and he chose to go through and and take the hard task head on instead of um going the easy route when he's you know and it's like he knew what he had to do and he did it anyways even though I mean, that's unbearable for anybody, right? When it's like, and then he went and did that and didn't allow the people that were about to bring him harm to have harm. So to me, when it's, when it's like the meek will inherit the earth, it's like, to me, it's like, you know, if you're, if you're not dangerous, you're not a threat, then you can't be peaceful. You're harmless. Right, and so it's like the meek is is like, you know, the ability to end it all or whatever, like Jesus was. Yeah. But to show the resistance or the, you know, the control to be able to say, but this task is mine to bear, and so I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you didn't have to. Yeah, dangerous strength under control. Right, and so it's like, and that's that's why I guess to me it gave me a different sense of just like, you know, this it's one thing, you know, uh I think Jordan Peterson made this thing, um, comparison where he was saying like some someone who knows how to use a sword but keeps it sheathed. You know. So it's like which which is like that and it's like that's what meek is, you know. And so it's like the meek shall inherit the earth. It's like the ones that that take the burden on, even though, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's like for like for men, it's like the you know how like you're talking about working out and stuff like that. It's like it's a necessity, you know, to take that on. Yeah, I think like you know, like you just said, like with uh, strength under control. Well, you got to be strong first, right? You know, yeah. and strong doesn't necessarily mean in a physical sense, um, like you're jacked. Right, you can be strong. You can be a strong leader. You can be a strong, uh, uh, strong mentally, um, strong in attitude. You know, so it's not just defined as big and bad. Yeah. You know, but but I do think uh, I agree, kind of like with the thought process of, uh, you know, before you could be meek, you got to be a threat. Yeah. Or to be able to have the ability to be a threat. You're only peaceful 
if you have the option of being something else, mm-hmm. right? Because if not, you're just harmless, you know? Yeah. And so it's like in 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 all of this, it's like in in life, you know, trying to prepare your mind for for certain things, or you know, like situations arise and you feel like, man, why, you know, you know, you you might find yourself like, why me? You know what I mean? Or like, man, I wish it wouldn't have turned out like this or whatever. But it's like, you know, God gave us a gave us something to bear, or we go through these tough times. And it's like you think about Jesus. What did he do with his tough time? He welcomed it, you mm-hmm. know. And even went to the the point of protecting this, the people that were about to kill him, you know. And so, it's like he just knew that that was the the course. Yeah, and you continue reading on, and you know, after that, you know, where we're take where we're picking it up is in uh, Matthew twenty six, pretty much forty seven. 47 and beyond, which is when he's betrayed mm-hmm. and arrested. You know, so then you continue that reading, and, like, now he's in front of, uh, you know, the the council, uh, high priest council, and they're, they are interrogating him, trying to pin him to the wall on stuff that wasn't true. Yeah. Uh, so that they could continue their, their agenda. And... The majority of the time in the discussions of the interrogation, Jesus is silent. Right. When they were bringing nothing but lies in front of him. And so a lot of the times, like, you know, as I'm reading it, I'm like, man, like, you know, they were all false statements that were being said. And there was not an ounce in Jesus' attitude or... um just persona in the moment where it was like, no, 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 no. Like you're wrong. You know, um, which is continued example of, you know, verse 53, which is, you know, Hey, I I don't, I, I am so in right in this that I don't even have to defend myself with words. Yeah. Like I can just sit here cause you're going to do what you're going to do no matter what I say. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, there's no need, you know, until they get down to a, 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 a statement to where they say, you know, are you the son of God or are you God? You know, and I am. He says, I am Yeah, who you say I am, you know. And so he comes out with just this like one liner in the moment, you know, and, and then drops the mic more or less. Um so to mimic that, to be men that mimic uh, that meekness, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's even like, it's like, you know, when Jesus, you know, protected the prostitute, right? Let, let who, who's without sin cast the first stone. He could have done it. Mm-hmm. And he still would have been right. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? He and he still, been. and he, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's law. So, or, you know, in, in that time or whatever. Um, but it was like, it's just like, that's that's my whole point is like, just because you can doesn't necessarily mean you should. You know what I mean? And, it's, and sometimes, I guess where it's been hitting with me, like we were talking about with comfort, right? Comfort and stuff like that. It's like, you can find yourself 
almost like trying to maneuver to keep you out of any stress or you know what I mean it's like you you almost like find yourself trying to create this like easy path you know what I mean not not necessarily like you don't deserve it or like anything like that but I'm saying like you try to frame things right where it's the path of least of resistance or whatever mm-hmm. you know and it's like maybe maybe we are supposed to you know you got to go out of your way sometimes right to inconvenience yourself for the for something for a greater yeah well i think i think it falls into line to where it's um life is going to be is going to throw you discomfort and inconveniences no matter who you are right right and if you're not if you don't take any intentional action to put yourself in any kind of situations that are uncomfortable then when when life happens and life does what life does <clears throat> how are you going to even begin to be prepared for it yeah mentally or physically or spiritually like <clears throat> if you're if you're constantly in a state of i'm trying to um maneuver to where uncomfortableness uh discomfort inconvenience all these things are are a goal to avoid then when it does show up it's not if it's it's when it does show up right how do you even begin to have a chance to be able to handle it in a in a in a meek way such as jesus did yeah you can't you know i mean that's just like saying all right well i want to i want to know how to i know i want to know how to do calculus but you're not going to practice any calculus or learn any formulas, right? You know, and 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 do some equations and work think work things out through that method of math, yeah. and then and then you just want to sit down and do it. Like it, you're going to look at it and it's going to look like a different language, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but how often, you know, do we do that? How often do we we desire something, uh, or in our minds have this like, yeah, I can do, I could, I could take that on, but then there's zero practice in preparing for it. Yeah. You know, I, I heard here recently, like, um, lack of preparation almost always results in overreaction. Yeah. Yep. And so take this example of Jesus in this moment. He was 100% prepared, even though, he knew what he was about to face was going to be just without words, yeah. un- unexplainable, just physical suffering. But he was prepared mentally for what he had to do. And he even asked, you know, the father, hey, if there's any way around this, right? just please, yeah, please. And, and, but then in his heart, he knew like there is no way around it. And so he said, you know what? Let me get to work. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like, I mean, as Christians, right? Like, you know, we, we listen to the story of Jesus, listen to how he composed himself. And then it's like, we'll go through a hard time. Right. And just like completely lose it, you know, and almost like break down. And my thing is, is like, you know, that's, 
that to me it's like you got to prepare yourself for those times right which is like you got to change your perspective on you know when your back's against the wall necessarily like i think god allow you know allows those situations to arise to where you can learn something from it oh yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. like you, you go through these times and you're like oh man you know i, I made that I see, I see where how I got to this point, or you know, and it's like you go through there and you're like, man, I wish God would have like, you know, found an easier way, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know. It's like, I guess in my mind here lately, it's been I'm seeing how the highs and lows tie in together more than ever, you know? Yeah. I mean? Just with you know, keeping your mind stable regardless of you know what comes you know what i mean because everybody's happy when you're up you know what i mean yeah and yeah and i think it goes to another level especially when we're we're talking about our faith where even if you do take the initiative and are intentional about training your mind at the end of the day you're gonna fall short oh yeah 100%. with no matter what you know life can throw you and so therefore the the ultimate focus is obedience and submitting to the fact that Jesus is who he says he is and that he will always uh, remain trustworthy yeah. with us. You know, so you read the definition of meek and it's quiet, gentle, and easily imposed on, submissive. And so when I hear that, my my ego kicks in and says, I don't want anything to do with that. Right. I don't want to be quiet, gentle, and easily imposed on. Not at all. I don't want anything to do with that. Right. But then all of a sudden we hear, be that. But it's be that within the context of with Jesus. Right, right. You know, it's not, it's not be that with anybody and anyone and anything that comes across you on your every day. Right. It's, you, you need to be submissive. Um, and being submissive to Jesus is, is um, an incredible freeing experience to, to where you know that he's got it no matter what life's throwing at you. Um, and sometimes whatever life throwing at you, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like how can somebody who loves me have this happen to me? Let this happen to me, you know? Yeah. Um, but that still doesn't change the fact of who he is, you know? And there's things that are going to happen in our lives <clears throat> that are unexplainable and we don't understand. But that's the submissive piece as well, is going, you know more than I do. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what you're just kind of saying is, is like your normal, not like massive, you know, um, uh, extreme life events, but your everyday life that little things get thrown at you that cause frustration or the timing of things like what in the world kind of you know like i believe kind of like you're saying like that little things not like catastrophes like someone close to you you know in a freak accident and 
yeah. seriously injured or, or killed, you know. Mm-hmm. But like daily yeah. daily living um things that are that you look at that don't go your way or the way that you th- hoped they would go and you allow it to affect your attitude, which then affects the people around you. Though that staying in that context mm-hmm. is where the in my mind is where the training and the practicing of maintaining self-control and the perspective of being submit submissive to Jesus. It, yeah. Obviously, the cat- catastrophes are in that category as well, but all at the same time, we're human. And Jesus recognizes that, like, you know, hey, if, you know, something catastrophic happens in your life, you know, then you're going to have an, an emotional process that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that takes for off. sure. So, I mean, like, the goal isn't necessarily, like, shooting for perfection, but <clears throat> but are you taking the time to think through your everyday and what, analyze what, like, what, what, what brings you to feel anger? Mm-hmm. And then are you acting on that, you know, or frustration or irritation or, um, you know, disgust, all those different emotions? Yeah. I guess for me, it's like I've been he- hitting myself on the head with this. Is if what is not in my control to change? Everything that, that I could complain about. <laughs> yeah, you know, for me, I think though uh, nothing is in my control other yeah. than my own attitude. Right. I mean, what I'm saying is, though, is what what I'm getting at with that is sometimes we look at our situations and we say, why me? Or, oh, I'm I'm so angry at this, right? But it's our own decisions is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. What is in my control or what isn't in my control, you know what I mean, that I could be complaining about? Mm -hmm. And so then when I look at it from that of saying, okay, so whatever is going on in my head is a result of decisions I've made. So I can change that. You know what I mean? So it's like, then you got to recognize, you know, where, where, where the thoughts are coming from or whatever. But it's like, um, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that, uh, the victim mentality can take over, you know? And so what I'm saying is you push back on that on the victim mentality and you change it, the perspective to thinking about how Jesus welcomed the cross that he just had to bear. And so then when you think about it like that, it's like, you don't want to complain. You just want to figure it out, you know? And so it just kind of shifted my, my focus of saying like, I can't be mad at any, anything that I can control because you know what I mean? Like, not to have, not to say that, like, you can't have an emotion or, like, man, I, I'm, like, going through it. But what I'm saying is, is if you just got to have the perspective that, like, I can change this and it is in my control. But I might be dealing with this due to God's plan to teach me something about myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's that's where I've been, been landing on. It's just, like, how do I stay positive? You know, as the leader of my home and stuff like that, like life is not always going to be 
as good as it's been. You know what I mean? So it's like I want to prepare myself for those times to where in those times I'm a pillar of strength for my family and yeah. not and not broken down because I haven't like we've been living on this high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When it's like and then when because it's like everybody's everybody's on board when you're winning. But it's like when you're when you feel like you're you know slumping down a little bit. That's when it's like, you know, I I just want to have the same gratitude in my heart when I'm down as when I'm up. Yep. And so that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And 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 uh, you know the encur- <coughs> encouraging point from my side as I hear that is, are you practicing practicing it now, every day? Because it's got to cre- you got to create a habit. You can't just sit there and say I want to be that. And then when it does show up, you haven't done anything to prepare for it. For it, yeah. You gotta prepare. You gotta put the work in. You know, and that's where that is is on so many different levels. Uh, you know, I mean, do you wake up and do you wake up in the morning and say, okay, no matter what today throws at me, I will focus on. Looking at the positive side of whatever it may be, and if I can't find a positive side of it, I won't allow the negative to affect my attitude. Yeah. And man, that's tough. And it's usually in the most simple things is where, like, you know, I'm the weakest. You know, where like, okay, I'm a I'm late to an appointment, so I didn't manage my time well. Mm-hmm. Time got away from me. And now I'm running late, and I roll up to the train tracks, and there's there's a train. And I'm by myself in my truck. Nobody's seeing me, so I can sit there and be like, yeah. what the crap? Are you kidding me? You know, you know all this. And then as soon as the train passes, like, you know, just like, you know, uh, all these little things, and then you walk into your meeting like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, <laughs> you yeah. just acted like a two-year-old, and they have no idea. <clears throat> but uh, in those moments, are you intentionally going, "Well, I'm late, and there's a train here. This is life." Yeah. You know, so what can I do positively in this moment as I watch this train make me be later than I am? Yeah. You know. Uh, that takes, you know, a lot of self-control. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to show up if you don't do it in those little things, in the big things. Right. You know, and I think that's the example Jesus has given. Like, in this moment, here's this climax of his mission of life, and he's being betrayed, and it starts the night of, uh, you know, leading up to his crucifixion. He, if if you read back in the Gospels, before that moment, there's just time after time after time of him reacting the exact same way that he reacted that night. Yeah. So this is not a new behavior Mm -mm. that he lived out in front of people. This isn't something that he's just like randomly pulling out of his back pocket like, okay, I'm going to use the God card and just have complete self-control in this moment, you know. And I've lost my crap on this other time, but I'm I'm good to go on this one. No, like he was consistent with this behavior. It's not new. Yeah. Um, 
And so it was being practiced and being shown as practice so that people could learn. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's composure, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like that, that's the, I mean, I guess for me, it's like, I think about my kids, right. And they don't care. Like they, don't, they could care less if you, if, you know, as, as parents, like our kids could care less if we made a million dollars or whatever, like your, your dad or, you know, and so it's like, you know, you get so caught up in like trying to make something, you know, for yourself or whatever, and and you get so caught up in like, where am I at? Where am I? Like ranking yourself, you know what I mean? Or like, oh yeah, and and it's and that's fine. Like naturally, like you want to push yourself, but I'm just saying, it's like for me, that's like I I don't want bad times or like even failures in, in attempts to do things to affect my leadership in my home. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I want to keep, I want to keep the same strong head, you know, whether, whether or not, you know, whatever's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so that's what I've been trying to like, you know, I guess it's what stuck out to me. You know, it's like Jesus composure was just like, don't you get it? Like, your little your little knife is effortless you know it's like what, what do you do <laughs> yeah I, and and i can almost see him like not like being like this big smart aleck in the moment but just genuinely honest you know because the sword comes out of the sheath whack swaps an ear off and he just reaches down and grabs the ear and and i can just see him looking back at him and be like if you're gonna live by that you're gonna die by that and right. then he's like putting the ear back on him and being like all right man Take me where I need to go. And that guy's probably just sitting there like, I mean, because sometimes sometimes you can just read words on a page. But if you actually imagine that moment, like, think about somebody whipping a sword out and swinging at, he swung it at his head, dude. He wasn't aiming for his ear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm sure the soldier, like, bob and weaved in the moment. I mean. He was going for the head, though. Yeah. And he, he whack, hit his ear. Well, then there's blood everywhere, going yeah. everywhere. All you know, and and him probably grabbing his ear, and and he was in fight mode. Right. You know? And the and the guy didn't run. The soldier didn't run away because he was standing right there. And then Jesus is in the heat of that moment, like of war, uh, of a straight fight, and he's yeah. just like, hey, hey, and grab this ear and just put. It, <laughs> put it back on and then all of a sudden like the blood's gone can you imagine like and then i'm sure i'm i'm positive jesus looks at that guy and he's just like all right do what you got to do and i'm sure that guy just could have stood i mean stood there like <laughs> i couldn't even process all that that happened so. you know i mean yeah that's pretty just that's what pretty an incredible wild. what an incredible moment but i mean he even he even revealed his strength in rawness form of power in that moment, but still submitted. Mm-hmm. You know, he took a bloody ear and put it back on there and it was brand new again. Yeah. The power of God. And then he still said, do what you got to do. Take me. Yeah. You know, I mean, but he, like I said, though, like he understood, he understood that that's what you know this is how it had to go right so it's not like he was just 
yeah, yeah, being submissive to the government just because it's like he knew this is the way you know this is the way it is this this is supposed to happen, mm-hmm. and so when I think about it like that, that's what I mean with like if you keep that perspective of when you're going through a tough time, to me it's like it keeps your eyes focused on like all right, there's something that like you know God's working with you know working me right now, and so He's molding me. And working something out of me or showing me something and so to me it's like when i keep that perspective then the tough times are like oh, okay so this is a growth period actually yeah yeah and it also it also will highlight like for me it it highlights there's two ways either for god or against god and most of the time the against god is is really honestly genuinely rooted in selfishness and it shows up in a in an ego format, um, which at the end of the day is selfishness, mm-hmm. you know, because I want what I want, you know. And so as life doing life and you find yourself feeling the emotions, which are normal of losing it, I think God presents an opportunity if you if you take it to analyze that and see what that emotion is really rooted in. And for me, I look at it and I go, dang, it's most of the time rooted in I'm experiencing something that I don't want to experience. And so then I'll, then then the question is, is well, who am I? Why shouldn't I experience right. a train rolling down the railroad tracks and because I didn't manage my time well and now I'm going to be later than I, la- I was going to be late anyway. Right. Who am I to say, well, I don't deserve to sit and wait on this train. Right. But in the moment, my ego's flaring up and saying, I'm, I, I, I don't deserve this. You know, right. uh, what did I do? Well, I, I you know, yeah. the truth is I didn't manage my time. And if I was prepping for wherever I was needing to go and 15 minutes earlier running to a train doesn't matter. And that's what I was getting at earlier when I said, what could I complain about that's not in my control? Right. And so that's what I was getting at was like when I stop the make sure that I, I shut the door on the victim mentality. As soon as it pops up, you know, what I mean, it gets easier over time that way, because I mean, to me, that's victim mentality right there. Why? Why is this train here? You know, what I mean, oh, yeah. Why is that your thought instead of? I should have woke up 15 minutes earlier or whatever. You know what I mean? And so that's where I'm, I'm like, if I can, which is, you know, comes back to extreme ownership, but it's uh-huh. like, that's it. Once you shift that focus, then it's like the, the tough times don't wreck you. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I've been after is like, I just don't want when something does happen that it doesn't wreck me from the, the, you know, the passion and like, my willingness to be obedient yeah like real world example like you know we've been on a project here recently uh where we're we're pretty much working for someone but we're it's under the control of our uh planning and scheduling and things of that nature and then we make a switch to where we're more under the control of somebody else's abilities of making schedules and things of that nature and you and you step into it 
and you're like, this is extremely frustrating because I'm having to do things that really aren't my responsibility, but to be, to, but to continue moving forward, I've got to step in and do someone else's job. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're in a position where you're just like, this sucks and I'm irritated. Right then and there is a great opportunity where no matter if you take the ownership or not, this has nothing to do with what you've done or not done, mm-hmm. right? But moving forward still in that moment is is determines whether or not you're going to have a positive attitude or not throughout what oh, you got to yeah. do. You know, and so that's that's a tough spot to be but it's exactly what you're talking about like, okay, well, <laughs> are you going to lose your composure of it? And, lo- and and absolutely ruin two or three days of your week just because you're irritated over this simple fact? Or are you going to take a look at it and be like, all right, it is what it is, and I'm going to make the best of it? Yeah. I think um, my attempt is just to, if I can just every situation come up as it is what it is, um, you know, I'm not going to be joyous about bad things happening to me but i'm just saying like if you don't let it wreck you you know what i mean it doesn't live past that moment mm-hmm. then i feel like you're managing because like you said i mean dude i mean bad things are going to happen like uh, you're not going to win every fight you're not going to win every i mean i you know it's like we we sin every day you know not like nobody's perfect and that's that's not necessarily what i'm after but it's like getting to the point where you can accept and move on that's the point where I want to be at because people hold on to things and you're still mad about something that happened three days ago. (laughs) That's like, you know, it's like, to me, it's like at that point, whatever that situation was now has a hold on you and and you, you know what I mean? And it's just holding you captive. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm just trying to, that's what I guess been on my mind lately is just preparing for those moments, you know, thinking about how Jesus handled you know everything there's nothing i can measure to that so yeah you know well and that's the beautiful thing we don't have to like it's not like oh we're striving you know to be perfect no it's we're looking to him you know and being submissive to him because his actions were perfect yeah um and i think that that's the biggest thing like if you're not a believer and you're listening to this then you know, I would encourage you to dig, dig into the Gospels or, or reach out to us um, if you're curious uh, of what, you know, Jesus has to say about what what we're discussing. But but also, if you are a believer, check, do some analyzation of your own actions, you know, because if you're a believer and you say you're a believer, people are watching, and if you're not pursuing submissiveness to the behaviors that Jesus lived out then you're doing an extreme damage uh, representation of who he is yeah yeah I just like I said I just want to be a man of composure you know what I mean no matter what comes I don't you know I want to be able to be a pillar of strength during them times and not you know not lose it you know, to me, it's like I want—I want even my tough times to strengthen my relationship with God. 
And so I think that starts with the perspective of how I view those those uh, things. Yep. I would agree. Yeah. You got anything else? Any closing thoughts? Final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, you know, I think this is kind of on a repeat, stuck on repeat on most of our discussions, but really, like, do some do some self-analyzation. And in our world, in our culture, time is scooped up, scooped up away from you, like, daily. Um, but if you really analyze it, there, there are opportunities um, to do some reflection. It's just whether or not you're going to choose to not jump on the gram or the Facebooks or whatever mm-hmm. and start scrolling, you know, because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you look back and, and 20 minutes has passed and you've just scrolled and looked at stuff. Yeah. When you could use that time to be like, all right, how did I react when I ran into the train? How did I react on at, at work when circumstances didn't, you know, and what is that a highlight in areas that I need to work on and make some changes in um where does that highlight what does that highlight and then put together a plan of i'm going to choose to be aware of when that circumstance or or something like that circumstance circles back up in front of me i i will intentionally choose to not react the way that i did not for any other reason to like okay because I want to be perceived as a particular way like no because I want to be a part of something bigger than myself that will lead others to a free life yeah and so it's really almost like a source of service yeah self control for sure for sure, because, yeah, yeah, when you can give somebody the business, but you choose not to, you know, in a way you're serving them, because, you know, that's only going to make things worse or whatever, you know. Yeah, so do it, do it, do some self-analyzing, it's important. Yeah, yeah, I would just say, you know, practice makes perfect. You know, and, uh, you know, I heard if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So, no, um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, stay positive and and recognize the, uh, the lesson in in the, uh, in the moment that's, that's actually bigger than the moment, you know? Yeah. Um, be meek, be meek, stay dangerous. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, that's going to be it for this week. As always, y'all can reach out to us at maskinrevolution at gmail.com or on social media or in person. Until next time, join the family.